Geekish Cast, episode 61. Michael Sarah is Lex Luthor, right? With your host Jeremy, joined by Andrea and Zachary from You Again Web Series. first met me. He was soft. Mm-hmm. I was pudgy. You know what? We'll just kind of keep rolling here. I'm going to do a, a quick intro. Uh, we're back, Geekish Cast, with the cast of you again. But now we're just going to kind of chew the fat for about 15, 20 minutes. Chew the goes, fat? Well, I thought we'd stay on a food uh, food topic. And well, Zach, you're a bartender. What's your what's your go-to cocktail? My go a cocktail? Like, yes. uh, honestly, you want to, my go-to cocktail is a... Uh, is a, uh, uh, it's a lightly dirty gin martini. Oh, okay. Yeah. Lightly dirty, what does that mean? Uh, y- if you make it too dirty, you're just drinking all juice. Okay. So, cocktails, uh, dirty gin martini with Bombay, light dirty, uh, with two olives, and, uh, a very, very minuscule amount of vermouth. And that's it. So, me personally, I'm, I'm a big fan of the old fashioned with rye. And I'm a, I'm a Kentucky mule girl. Nice. I like a good ginger beer, sweet and lime juice, and yeah. My, my wife is big on the mules. She, she likes yeah. Um So, Zach, right now, you're the gaming guy, and I'll have a question for Andrea after this. What's your game that you're playing right now? Oh, shit, really? <laughs> Which one is he not playing? Okay, like um, no, no. So, basically, because <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm playing a lot of them right now. Um, right now, no, you'll be stoked about this. Right now, I'm... Uh, I'm I'm playing about, uh, I, I'm, I'm playing through all the original Mega Mans. The originals. Like the old NES games. The, the old Capcom on. NES games, and, uh, I'm, ha- I'm having a ball. Andrea. Andrea. You, you, uh, <laughs> a big sitcom girl? I'm a huge sitcom girl. What is your all-time favorite? It just sounds so cheesy and silly, but I love New Girl. I love, and mostly because I love the writing, and this is nerdy, but I love the editing. Um, I think it's done really well. Um, and it's a, it's a, um, it's a perfect, it's like, uh, Seinfeld and Friends, and then you've got New Girls. It's a, it's a core cast, so it's not just one or two people, and each character is really unique. And in fact, my favorite character is Winston, and he's probably a smaller character. Um, but it's, I think, as an actor, I love watching reactors, if that makes sense, and, um, I think a brilliant actor is someone who reacts, and Winston <coughs> has the best reactions, and um, it's so comedic. The timing is brilliant, and I think there are different comedies out there. Like, a lot of people love Two and a Half Men. The problem with Two and a Half Men, to me, feels like they're forcing the jokes. It's a bunch of one-liners, so they're trying to do SNL-style sitcom. Whereas New Girl, and this, again, this is super nerdy, but focusing on the writing, it just makes sense. It, like, lends itself to laughter. It's just from one joke to the next, and you don't even realize that it's another joke, because it feels just like normal, natural comedy. It feels very honest and real, and but with a little quirkiness. I It's like Curb Your Enthusiasm, I think, is a great show. Oh, yeah. But I, but I can watch one episode every month, otherwise it's too much. Oh, yeah, too much. I mean, like, Seinfeld was... Fucking fantastic. And then when Kirby Enthusiasm came out, it was like, bah, you know, it, it was good. It was, uh, I'm, if anybody's listening, I, I love the show. Don't troll me on this, but, it, Don't like, troll me on this. no, but it, it, it was great. But at the same time, it, it, like, when you take one concept and put it into another concept and mix a concept that you're used to, 
that's when things get a little complicated and you, you just get weird out by it. You know, it, you, you do. But I think with comedy, like, the thing is, like, everybody finds something different. You know, like, we all have different humors, like, culture, people, whatever. And I think the thing with comedy, like, you just have to accept what you find is funny. It's not what other people find is funny. You know, like, the people who, I mean, Friends was, I think, probably blurred that line. I think there were quite a few people who everybody could relate to it. But I think it had, you know, the Ross character was the quirkiness for those quirky people. Then Rachel was a little bit more of your, like, straight man character standardness. You know, so I think it, like, it was able to bridge the gap. But I think people need to respect that comedy... Again, comedy is truth, and we all—I think—we all find things, different things, funny. You know, to be honest with, and to be honest with you, uh, like as somebody who this is how I just operate um, in, in general, and Andrea can attest to this. Um, <laughs> I know where you're going with this, but uh, you know, I honestly think when they were doing this and when they were acting this out, when they were writing it, I don't think they honestly knew what they were going for. I think they just did it, and it just turned out that way. Then people start theorizing about it, and it, it just turns into this whole like theater like but the people who did it like Matthew Perry uh, J- David Schwimmer uh, Jennifer Aniston Courtney Cox uh, Phoebe Phoebe uh, Lisa Kudrow I mean Lisa Kudrow um, and uh, Joey 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 Matt LeBlanc Matt LeBlanc um, no like uh, granted they're all actors I don't, I, I don't know the show that well but I think honestly that they when they wrote it and they did it they just kind of did the same thing that uh, any person who starts the show did they're like let's see where this goes and just went somewhere and then when they do their interviews it just kind of goes into this thing where they develop their theories based off of what they know and it's I'm not saying it's not totally true but I don't think that's what they intended it to be and but it's fucking awesome because it turned out into this thing that they had no idea it would turn out to be like any success story. You know, it, and this is why. Granted, I could talk about this shit all night. <laughs> we, don't, we don't have time, Jerry. <laughs> I, I know we don't have time, but like, I get really passionate about when people uh, have this very successful successful project. Then I watch interviews about it, and then I I think to myself constantly, like, how much of that is? How much of that did they really? How much of that did they actually plan out, or how much are they showboating? You know, or, or how much of the? I, I think honestly, like they just kind of do it, and then they develop their theories on it, and then they just kind of roll with that in the interview. Well, I mean, it's like I don't know if your viewers have ever watched Robot Chicken, but like, oh, I imagine some of them will have. Right, but like Seth Green's character, like for a lot of the things that happen, he just bullshits in front of a green screen, and then like develops these, like, characters and these scenarios, and um, what is it that uh, I can't remember, it's something in, what's Hollow not Hollow that's the band um, what are the comedians that were on uh, Flight of the Concords, the girls Garfunkel and Oates Garfunkel and Oates, when they did stuff, they were interviewed and they were talked about, like they would just bullshit together, and the writers would be in the meetings with them, and then they would write things down that they were doing and saying and then they would tweak it and I think that's the coolest thing is, like, with comedy is it's just, it's so, I think people don't realize how real comedy is. And I think, but I think nowadays when there's so many different aspects of comedy, I think you just got to find your niche. And then you just got to go with it and just be true to what it is that brings you funny. And you don't have to necessarily, I mean, I think the Friends and the Seinfelds and the Arrested Developments, to an extent, um, those are few and far between. Like, it's really hard to, like, grasp that kind of international humor. 
Well said. <laughs> well, hey, well said, Andrew. Thank you. Well said. So, that's, that's my James Lipton impression. That's as good. Well said. Acting. Well, hey guys, we're uh, we're coming up on wrapping up here real quick, but let's let's go ahead and hit a couple geek things or a geek thing right now. This year is an amazing year for geek movies. What are you looking forward to the most? Looking forward to or enjoyed the most? Or or let's just start with December 2015 and go to the Holy year. shit, can I just say Deadpool? Hands down. And I say this as like, okay, here's the thing. Comedies do not get their day to shine at the Oscars. Deadpool deserves an Oscar. It was so fucking well written. It was well edited. Like, fuck, oh my gosh. And I'm an editor. I love it. It was so brilliant. Like, comedic timing, rhythm, storytelling, like, all the, like, the basics of what you're supposed to do to tell a good film, Deadpool fucking did. And it was a superhero comedy. And I just want to say, well done. You guys, and, like, you if you've seen Deadpool, like, in the credits, the writers, I think it's, like, the writer says something like, those who deserve the credit, or, like, those... Uh, the, the true heroes of the film. The true film. heroes of the film. Fuck yes. Deadpool. Oscar award-winning... It should be. And comedies need to, like, find their way into the Oscars and get just as much credit as Leo DiNardo. Leonardo. Leo, Leo DiNardo. <laughs> <laughs> that guy, too. Yeah, yeah. him, too. Okay, yeah. sorry. Sorry, off my soapbox. So, um, where do I start? <laughs> okay. You know, like, uh, like, Jeremy, for the sake of uh, time, I'll, I'll try and, like, narrow it down. But, um, so... I'll, uh, Should I I'll start, like, I'm gonna, here's what I'll do. I'll start with Star Wars, then I'll segue into Batman vs. Superman. Oh, Is that Star okay? Star Wars, brilliant. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. So, Star Wars, okay? Star Wars came out December. Blew my fucking mind. The hype, the marketing campaign, everything blew my damn mind. And then I saw it, and it blew my mind. And I've, I've been involved in a lot of, like, forum debates about, things, why it's bad, why it's good, and everything. This is Star Wars, of course. And, uh, no, honestly, Star Wars was the biggest thing for me, because the minute, and and I'll, I'll just start, like, the, like as any other adult male in my... Even female. Even female. I shit my pants for Star Wars. Okay. Hashtag women in film. Um, so, no, the, the, the biggest, the, like, the minute that crawl started... For episode seven, the, the episode seven crawl. It's fun. Like I was in the theater on day one, and just like literally everybody lost their shit. Wait, did I see Star Wars before you though? No, you didn't. I think I did. Did you? I think I actually saw Star Wars before you. What'd you do? I went to Brewies and saw it at ten. No, I saw it twice on day one though. Oh, maybe. Never mind. Okay. Sorry, but um, ignore that. <laughs> um. Anyway. But, uh, no, the, the movie was, uh, like, it, a lot of people say it was the same as the, the episode. Like, it, like, here's the thing. If any of you who are listening who are Star Wars fans and watched the new Star Wars and, and gave the excuse it's the exact same as episode four, I'm sorry, and I say this with the utmost respect, go fuck yourselves. Um, because, honestly, that's what people wanted. From the prequels, that's what we needed, and it's setting up something that is going to be far greater to a generation that's even past us, to a generation of the people that are younger than us, the generation that we can show our kids 
or our not kids or our, our nephews to, to this. We can, they have set up a generation that is absolutely fucking awesome to present to, and you could tell a story to, and you could even bring back, like, cause you could, the thing is, is they have time value. And, and long story short, Jeremy, I'm Jeremy, you're gonna need to Star Wars episode with that. Yeah, you'll need to start, like, cause I'm, I'm trying to keep this short, but long story short, <laughs> the, the Star Wars movie, I, I thought it was fucking great, and I thought everything about it was great, and I thought that they reached out to every demographic they could have reached out to, and tap that demographic. So it makes it easier for our generation to tap into the next generation and be like, this is what I grew up with. Can I just jump in real quick? <laughs> no. So, so it seems like with superhero movies, we're okay with like different storylines and different tangents because there's multiple different comics. But for some reason, there's a huge backlash when it comes to Star Wars. And here's the thing. There's six episodes or the original six, whatever. And then we have this one. And the thing is, is I think it paid tribute to the originals, the episode four, five, and six, with, like, paying nods to one, two, and three, but then would also setting us up for future episodes. And I think that's what it needed to do, because four, five, and six were, like, created so long ago, and in a certain, and it just, in a left, left brain mentality of film, like it was just different editing and different shooting and different styles of acting. And then you have one, two, and three, which was like, okay, let's bring CGI in this. I mean, I know we all regret Jar Jar Binks. Sorry, we do. But I think episode eight, seven, episode seven, sorry, episode seven set us up to just do more. I mean, how many Spider-Man movies are we going to have and be okay with it? Why are we not okay with episode seven? You know, setting us up for that's this. Sony's fault, not your. Not no, I, I'm saying it's a good thing. Episode but anyway, set up, seven set us up for a new journey. Jeremy, let me cut this part up, okay? So Star Wars, we've addressed Star Wars. <laughs> Aww. I just saw Batman versus Superman, okay? A- Andrea, Andrea, don't tell him, but I'm keeping it in. It's Thank okay. Thank you, Jeremy. <laughs> so no, I just saw Batman versus Superman. Have you I seen it, Jeremy? Seen it. Have you? Yes, I have. I saw it last. I took a day off work last Friday. Did what you? did you think? I, it was flawed. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed it. I give it a solid 7 out of 10. Okay. There, there are things I would fix about it. All right. But, but all the basic bitches I have heard, I, I look at them and go, did I see a different fucking movie? That exactly. Right? I mean, because it, it's the exact same things that you had, that kind of, that kind of bugged me. I give it a 7. <clears throat> I went in knowing that they're setting up an entire universe, universe. Up, up to par with Marvel. In one movie, where okay. Marvel has seven movies. Well, maybe that's the thing. When they, the way they did the PR, it was supposed to be Batman versus Superman, and I get like they're setting up a whole new universe, and I think maybe the way they marketed it didn't really push that enough because I haven't seen it yet either. But I'm more of a like one superhero type of movie person, and I think that's the thing that when people went and saw Batman versus Superman. It was marketed as Batman versus Superman, whereas it was setting up multiple characters, multiple superheroes, multiple villains, which then I think, from a nerd standpoint, um, kind of thins out storylines. And I think that's why my, some people might have had issues. I'm just trying to respect everybody's opinions. I'm, I'm being the mediator. So I'm not trying to expect it, respect everybody's opinions. Um, here's the thing. Everybody should have had the common sense, anybody who's a comic book reader should have noticed or at least known for the fact that they are going to set up an entire universe in one movie with this movie. 
That's why they called it the Dawn of Justice. That's the basic plotline. And and granted, the first like hour of the movie is slow, but if you go in knowing that, understandable, under totally understandable. It didn't bug me at all. And then the last forty minutes, fucking great. It's fucking great. But when you get fuck critics, that's what I gotta say. Yeah, as you, I, do that. and it's. And I hope I hope to got a critic like goes on my Twitter and is like, yeah, yeah, fuck you, and so I can be like, man, dirty. You're not dirt. that cool, Zach. No, no I'm not. Twitter's gonna go. Hey, on. by the way, follow follow Z Diggity twenty six. I'm gonna follow you. I already follow you guys' web series. Yay! Oh, thank you. Um, but no, he no the. I think I think no I think it's utter bullshit that people are giving this much shit. Like, because most people like don't they. And I hate to say this, but like a lot of people who go see the movies, they they, they just don't read the comics, and that, that that's okay if you don't like to read comics, that's fine because it, we're in the we're in the era where nerdism and geekism is starting to go in the forefront. The shit that got my ass kicked in high school is now cool, right? I, me and somebody else were just talking about this. Like I used to get beat up because I was into Buck Rogers and Star Wars and Batman and shit like yeah. that. Yeah. And now the rest of you are fucking standing in line to spend money on shit that should be ours. Exactly. Exactly. You motherfuckers wait outside. Yeah, you wait outside. Like, like we were the fucking pioneers for this shit. And, and 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 to see people like fucking criticize it because like, oh god, I make films. Well, let me let me let me say this. There's, I'm gonna be careful because not Audra Andrea over there. Um, I, I, I told you I was going to do it once more, so Andrea hasn't seen the movie yet. I haven't. You can spoil it for hey, me. Hey, can you earmuff this real quick? Earmuff. Well, so the, the cameo of the all the other heroes, the cameo of all the other heroes, right? Yeah. If they had done that as a post-credit scene, all the Marvel fanboys would have shit their pants about what a brilliant fucking move it was to put that in there. Oh, God. So because they did it in the primary body of the movie. Everybody went like, well, that was just fucking stupid. Okay, but you know, Jesse so Eisenberg as Lex Luthor. Eisenberg. Eisenberg. Fuck. Wait, that wasn't Michael Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, Jeremy. I love you. No, but come on. I'm sorry. I know I only saw the previews, but he's not Lex fucking Luthor. Well, hold on, though. Who is Lex Luthor to you, though? Exactly. Is Lex Luthor Michael Rosenbaum? Because that's a completely different Lex. Because, than no, that's a great question, but it's not Jesse. No. Well, it, in this day and age, it could be. Also, the other thing is, this is Lex Luthor Jr. Exactly. This may not be actual Lex Luthor. That's true. Yeah. I just, okay, oh, I felt bad saying this. I don't like him as a actor. That's fair. I that's, just, that's like, and I get that's that. like me, me, and, me and Hugh Jackman. Like, I, I don't even want How to be in the same How do you say I like guilty. Hugh Jackman, Jeremy? We cannot be friends. We cannot no longer do a podcast together. I'm sorry. I mean, come on. How can some guy transcend musical theater stage and Broadway? I'll still do podcasts with you. And 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 exactly. superhero hero masculine motorcycle riding god Wolverine. I'm just saying, like, holy shit. Oh, so you're just saying that actors can't diversify themselves? Good, I'm saying most can't, but he can, and holy shit. Guys, can I tell you a secret? Yeah. You have a man crush on Hugh Jackman? I hate Wolverine. <gasps> Don't tell anybody. So, but I hate. But do you hate Wolverine or do you hate Hugh Jackman? 
I hate Wolverine and Hugh Jackman's iteration of Wolverine. I am not a big fan of Wolverine. Um, I like the X-Men back before Wolverine was in them. Wow. I'm going to show my age a little bit there. It just got fucking serious, Jeremy. Yeah, we we, we just went silent here for a second. Um, uh, 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 I don't even know how to respond. No, it's okay. It's okay. We to- we respect you still. No, I, it's okay. I get it, and I understand it. Um, do you? I really do. Because, honestly, when I was a kid, my favorite X-Men was Cyclops. Oh, because he got the ladies. That's why. Right? You boys loved Cyclops because of the ladies. Kind of. I mean, maybe I oversimplify a bit, but that's the way I always Your wife's going to listen to this podcast, and she's like, shit, who are your guests? <laughs> well, actually, um, she watched your first episode with that's me. That's right. You said that. Yeah. Even though I promised I wouldn't show it to anybody, I, I was like, hey, come watch this with way me. Way to so, go. Way to be. It's okay. I previewed one of the episodes to my boss at Squatters. You guys, oh, okay. this seems to be a thing. It's like, hey, can I see the link for myself? And then all of a sudden, you men are showing Hey. Me. She laughed. That's true. A lot. And your wife liked it, right? My wife did. She actually said that it was better than, I don't remember what the show was, better than the last one or two romantic comedies she had watched on Netflix. Oh. Well, cool. And it's just a pilot episode. Holy shit, we're just going to get better. Suck it, Apatow. <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah, it was it was the Apatow series. I, I didn't want to say it out loud. Well, but yeah. now, we know this episode because, like, the thing was, it's, like, totally different. Like, we're quirky and silly and geeky, and Avatar's is, like, super indie film. Um, but it's just funny because we, like, market it the same way, where it's, like, a chick in, like, a flannel shirt who's a hot mess and a super geek. Well, actually, his character is more of a nerd. Um, but, yes, we're aware of love, and I've actually watched the entire first season. I watched episode one. I was, like, not the same. I've watched the first season and it's amazing it's really well done it's written really well it's definitely different than from what we do um it's just it's similar it's, it's really good it's good it's, but, it's a great but series. at the same time suck it Apatow. we're better <laughs> go you again <laughs> i have no shame hey guys we got to start wrapping up will you come back on come come june yes so, Andrea, why don't you throw out your uh, your websites and all that again? Yeah, totally. So if you guys want to help support um, the crowdfunding campaign, look us up at You Again Web Series at Indiegogo. Um, we're also, we have a Patreon site for all you nerds and geeks out there, a You Again Web Series. And then if you just want to follow us for fun and, like, share in the experience, our Facebook, um, you can find us at You Again Web Series. Our website is www.youagainwebseries.com. And then Twitter, Tumblr, Instagram is just You Again Series, hashtag. Um, and if you want to um, follow me on Instagram or Twitter, I'm at and, A-N-D-D, Peter. It's just a play on my name's Andrea Danae Peter. And then if you want to follow Zach, it's, it's at... It's ZDiggity26. It's which, his gamer name. It's, which is also my gamer tag, so if you all want to kick my ass in video games... Yes, please troll the shit out of Zach. Yeah, please do. Awesome. Good. Hey, thank you again for doing this. I have had a fucking blast with you guys on. Yay! We've had fun with you, Terry, too. And so, guys, you can find us at geekishcast.com. Our Facebook page is at facebook.com slash geekishcast. I tweet from at the geekishcast. I encourage you again, guys, go find uh, you again. Check it out. Show the people some love. Um, and everybody have a good night. Bye.